Thank you so much for joining us today. We'd love to know how this ministry is impacting your life. So please take a moment and email us at mystory at cowboyjunctionchurch.com. Also, if you'd like to support this ministry financially, you can visit our website at cowboyjunctionchurch.com and click give. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's message. It's a day I look forward to every year. Uh, here's why. <clears throat> we ask a lot of the Lord. Do you guys ever pray? Yeah, I pray. I see God all the time for this church especially. Uh, there's a lot of growth that we've seen over the years. Just a quick question. Who attended Cowboy Junction back in the cell barden days? Raise your hand. Anybody? Yeah. That's, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Back in the cell barn days. To see where we were back then and to see where we are today is nothing short of a miracle from God. And the reason why I want to point that out and get everybody's undivided attention is because I have done nothing. This staff has done nothing. We, have, we, we haven't stumbled on a gold mine or, or a lucky rabbit's foot. It has been 100% faith in Jesus Christ and God has done everything, Okay. So with that saying, I remember back, back in the days when uh, they invited me to come be the pastor at Cowboy Junction Church in the cell barn, and we had about 80 people that came on a regular basis back then. And then I became a pastor, and I was so good, I ran it down to 50. Yeah, and, uh, and possibly 30. Uh, but there was a time we didn't know if we were going to make it, but we just kept the faith. We just kept the faith, just kept the faith. faith. I was the worst pastor you could ever imagine back then. Just a young buck who knew it all, and... Uh, Found out he didn't know anything. And I, I just did the only thing I knew to do. I just kept praying and just kept seeking the Lord and praying and seeking the Lord. It's been a process of miracle after miracle. And today is something that I embrace. Let me tell you why I embrace it so much. We have done a lot of asking in this church. We've done a lot of asking God for things. We, I remember when we asked when we could leave the cell barn and we could find a place and the ranch came up and what a miracle that was. I remember the asking God for salvations and God just bringing people to Cowboy Junction. I remember asking God that we could pay this ranch off, and uh, we paid the ranch off. I remember asking God to show us an outreach to where we could reach people, more people, build relationships with our community, and, and the idea of having a pumpkin day uh, came about. I remember God continually doing miracle after miracle here, and so I decided with all the asking that we do, we stop one time every year and we throw a great big celebration about what God did last year, okay? This is that day. It really is. And, and I want to show you some numbers that are truly amazing. While we're sitting there, while everybody's getting ready, you can go to your Cowboy Junction app. And your Cowboy Junction's app is really cool. Um, in the top right corner, you can hit the highlight button and it gives you all the highlights you see up here on the screen, and you can follow it. It's something you can take home and show other people. It's something you can make yourself more aware of. It was just kind of mentioned today, but you want to study and take a look at it. But today is a highlight reel for 2017 at Cowboy Junction Church. Today we're going to talk about just what God did in 2016, so none of us take it for granted. Don't, don't 
may we never, ever, ever have the kind of faith where we just kind of take it for granted. Oh, he's God. He's going to do what he wants to do. Wait, way to go, Jesus. Woo! May we never have that faith. Oh, my gosh, slap me on the hand and rebuke me if I should ever take God for granted. But let me always celebrate what he's up to. And one of the first things I want to show you guys, any idea how many people at Cowboy Junction Church we led to Jesus last year? This is by far the most important number. This number is a testimony of something we believe God for constantly, and, and he has blessed us year after year. I'd like to show you how many people we were able to lead in the sinner's prayer and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior for 2016. Are you ready? Here it is. 317 people. Isn't that cool? Man, that's so neat. So we kind of broke it down for a little bit. And Crossroads Youth Ministry, that's our youth group. 116 kids accepted Jesus Christ. Excuse me, 116 youth. I got to make sure I get that right. Those youths are important to us, okay? To Jesus Christ. In our Limitless series, remember when we did? Get this. This is why we threw this up there. This one's bizarro, okay? We did our capital campaign kickoff. This is the day in February that we're going to be announcing to everyone that we're, we're raising funds for our building, okay? And so we, we put pledge cards in everybody's hands, and then I preached a very short sermon. We're calling it the Limitless Campaign. But in our economy right now in Lee County, in our world, in our church, we're surrounded by limits. And the question we asked on that day was this. How do you have limitless faith when you're surrounded by limits? Remember us asking that? Come join us as a church as we continue to have limitless faith even though we're surrounded by a bunch of limits. And during our capital campaign financial fundraising day, we gave an altar call and 117 people came forward and accepted Christ as their Savior because they felt like they wanted to have limitless faith even though their whole world was surrounded by limits. That is awesome when a church can kick off a building campaign and people get saved. Where else does that happen? Now, that's when people usually quit the church is when the capital campaign kicks off. Uh, okay, here we go, Easter. Easter, we had 31 salvations, college weekend. When all the college kids came, we had the baskets for them. 20 salvations for our college kids, and that day kicked off our college ministry for the year. It was a pretty amazing year for our college ministry. Pumpkin Palooza. People show up for pumpkins, and it makes no sense whatsoever. People love pumpkins in Lee County. On Pumpkin Palooza Day, we had 118 salvations. Man, all other weekends, we had 15 salvations. Now, that's a number that we're still believing God for. Let me show you this. From 317 salvations, I think the Lord deserves a praise offering. Another one, big, pretty huge. Here's how many baptisms came from that. From 317 salvations, we had 47 baptisms. Now, that's a number we want to see get bigger. If you are in this room and you have had that personal relationship with Jesus Christ take place and you have had a born-again experience, I want to tell you right now that it is so very, very, very important for you to realize baptism is a key ingredient in the next steps process of following Jesus, okay? And you have probably received a phone call from Abby and the crew, and maybe you keep putting it off and keep putting it off. 
Don't you dare put it off one more minute. You need to go up to Abby and say, listen, I am so sorry I keep blowing you guys off about baptism, but I want to make it the most important thing, next steps that I need to take in my life. And so that, that's very important. Here's the next number. This is a fun number. This is the amount of first-time guests we had in 2016. There was 446, I'm going to be very careful on this, 446 people who actually filled out a visitor's card, okay? Yes, there's probably been more. People who have come said, oh, I don't want to fill out the card, and then went home. But we gave away 446 coffee mugs, you guys. But we've got the cards to show it. That's an amazing testimony of how many first-time people are here. Now, if you're here today and today's your very first time at Cowboy Junction, and you go, man, what a weird time to be here. I actually disagree. I think it's a fantastic time for you to be here. In fact, if I could pick a weekend for you to be here, it'd be this weekend. Because I want you to see that we're celebrating what Jesus did in this church. We're celebrating what God did through people. And if you're a first-time visitor, like I was at one time, I was once a first-time visitor in a church, and you were to walk in and see, see them celebrating what God did the year before, and then to see them cast vision and hope that more people are introduced to Jesus, that would get me excited, as excited. And I welcome you as a first-time guest here today, but I hope you come back when we preach because the preaching is pretty good around here too, okay? I'm telling you, okay. And I know I've ever heard the guy, but he's pretty good, okay? All right, here we go. There's another one I want to show you. This is very important. Uh, they're, they're holding, they're pausing on this one. Cowboy Junction believes in sowing financially back into the world we live in, the, the kingdom. One thing that we could do as a church is every dime that comes in, we just keep. But we believe there's organizations out there that need our help. So what Cowboy Junction does, and I, I got this number wrong last time. Cowboy Junction takes 15 cents from every dollar. We call it our tithe. Tithe is 10%, but our church does 15. It's very important to know why, because we believe that's how important some of these organizations are around our community. We sow into some amazing drug rehabilitation programs, feeding programs, different things. And every year, one of my biggest joys is to reveal to you how much we sowed into missions and kingdom last year. Y'all ready for this number? This is the biggest number we have ever given back as a church. This is 15% plus of every dollar, and I'll explain it all in here in a minute, but this is how much we were able to invest in different organizations last year, 2016. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so we were able to sow $213,794 back in our, to our community. Let me give you an idea where this money went to. In local investments, now we consider local, uh, local ministries or local uh, organizations, anything inside Lee County, okay? So as a church, we were able to put $112,000 plus just inside organizations in Lee County, New Mexico. Here's what they were. Uh, Lee County Backpack Program, $44,000. That includes all the, all the, you know what you guys do? We go get a bunch of Kraft macaroni and cheese, and you guys pay for it. But then you don't quit giving, and you say, here, just take this, go buy some more. But we can't buy any more because we've already bought all we could buy. So we take that money and we give it to them, and they go get like fruit cups and different stuff like that. But this year, 
the Create Women's Conference raised 29000 for the backpack program, plus what Cowboy Junction did, and that's where that money came from. Heart's Desire, we were able to put 15000 plus in Heart's Desire. Junction Christian Academy, Lee County Event Outreach. That's all the outreaches we do in Lee County. Mana Outreach, Zia Park Racetrack. Let me just tell you, we have a chaplain at the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. The racetrack has just decided they don't have the money to pay for a chaplain. Okay, think about that one. It's going to process. Yeah. We don't have any more money. Yeah, okay. All right. So what we've done as a church is we've stepped up and said, we'll pay for the chaplain. You heathen suckers, we're going to make sure that you've got a chaplain at the racetrack. Okay? So we pay for a chaplain every year. Okay? Now, they generate funds with fundraising and different things, but that's what we're able to do for Zia Park. The reason why the gospel is able to go out at our racetrack and casino, which we love very dearly, we're not glad it's here, but we're just glad it's here. Just run with that one. Oh, here we go. Uh, we want to make sure that there's someone always out there to meet their spiritual needs, and uh, they do an amazing job. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Here's world missions. Here's what we were able to put towards world missions. Everything outside of Lee County. 51,436. Now, there's some other things in there you'll figure out. If you ever want a, a broke-down, you know, graphs and charts and spreadsheets, which, ooh, I hate spreadsheets, uh, just go to Clay, and he would love to give you more information. Uh, Clay's already got it ready for you. And in all the years that we've ever made the detailed uh, list spreadsheet uh, for everybody, we've only had one person ever pick one up. We printed off like 100 and... One person. You know why? I think because these numbers, we recognize, we see it, we know what's going on. There's some other things I want to show you. Anybody interested in some other things we got going on? The Limitless Building Fund was in 2016, and the pledge amount was $295,500. That was the total amount of pledges you guys gave in 2016 towards the building campaign, $305,996, which was 103 0.5% of the pledged amount. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. Okay, so when you mix that with the fact that uh, we also put in 150,000 plus as a, as a budget, we put in 150,000 plus, we had a little savings already for our building fund account from our building fund account. Our current account balance in our building is 569,797, not bad, for the first year. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me show you guys something. We're in an oil crunch right now. And so as a staff, we really prepared and cut our budget back. But let me show you guys how much money came in just from tithe this year. $1,194,848 came in. This is, even in the oil crunch, $6,000 more than what came in last year. And that's, that's pretty great. I got it wrong in the last service. I said less, but Clay came up and said, no, 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 that was $6,000 more. That shows just how cool it is uh, to see God doing what we're doing. We, we actually budgeted back, and God brought in $6,000 more than the year before last. Um, our finances are pretty cool. Our debt, y'all would like to see the debt that we're in right now? Here's our debt. Yeah, yeah, we have no debt. I'm, I'm glad you're clapping because I want you to know I'm going to get you in debt. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We've got to build this building. 
uh, we, 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 we want to grow. Uh, I think you agree. We've spent a lot of years being debt-free. We're believing God for the finances to get the building uh, when the opportune time comes. I hope you clap just as loud for being in the debt that we are strategically going to go into than, uh, than you were being debt-free. That's just me talking. There we go. If, if you need to see anything, see Clay. I'd like to show you some more, uh, some more stuff. Our volunteers. Several years ago, 14% of our volunteers came out of Cowboy Junction. Today, we're at 50%. 249 people at Cowboy Junction volunteer on an active level. Either monthly or weekly, they volunteer on, a, on, a, on an active level. The reason why we use that word active is some people volunteer, they don't volunteer again. We don't count them. This is people who are on a volunteer active level. Do you all want to know how many people it takes to be, if we don't have this many people show up on a weekend, Sunday and Monday, we're in trouble. It takes 100 people to volunteer courageously to change poopy diapers, to work in the youth group, to greet, to work in all of our outside the, these walls ministries. That's how important volunteers are around here. Um, I want to show you the, the attendance over the last three years. In uh, 2014, 494 people attended on a uh, weekend basis. 2015, they saw that attendance go up. And here's what's interesting is that on a weekend basis, 642 people attend Cowboy Junction. That's a Sunday and a Monday. Now, you remember several years ago when I turned to you and gave you a number to start believing God for to attend Cowboy Junction? How many, how many was in that number? 650. 650. I turned to Cowboy Junction and said, when we, when we were 400 people, I said, we've got to start believing God for 650 people. And here's why. Because if you went on the map and you circled all the people that we felt like could possibly attend our church, we got a number from that. Let me just tell you, we got half a Tatum. We kind of worked in half a Tatum because, you know, half, you can figure that not everybody's going to drive this far. We got none of Jal. We didn't even put Jal in there. We love Jal. I got a bigger laugh in the first service. Um, we do love Jal. We just can't see someone driving all the way from Jal to here. Now, if you drive from Jal to here, holy moly, you're incredible. We are buying your gas on one Sunday, I promise. You just let us know you're driving from Jowl, and we're going to take care of your gas for that weekend. But we made this circle, and there's a number of people inside that circle. Then we looked at how many churches were inside that circle, and we divided them and found out that every church, not just Cowboy Junction, every church in Lee County should be believing God for 650 people to attend their church. Yeah. Would you agree with that? And so we began to pray and began to pray. And last year we got to 642. And then all of it, I sat back, I thought, doggone, I thought we'd be at 650 by now. And CG spoke up and she said, do you mean for the week? Or do you mean for the weekend? And I said, I don't know, what am I, what am I thinking? Because sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to turn to CG and tell me, tell me what I need to be thinking. And she said, you probably should be thinking on a weekly basis because you forgot the youth group. Don't you think the youth are important? Don't you think we're trying to reach youth? Well, guess what? After you factor in the youth that meet on Wednesdays, we have a weekly attendance of 714 people at Cowboy Junction Church. That's so cool. Let me tell you. 
You may be here and say, Ty, the last church I went to, they were just all about the numbers. I mean, hey, I could turn on the TV and watch televangelists talk about the numbers. Give me the numbers. And, and that's not what we're talking about here. I'm against the numbers. I don't like the numbers. I like the heart. Do you guys like the heart? Do you guys like relationships? But the Holy Spirit really encouraged me one day. And, and he, he made me think, Ty, look at that number. Every number has a name. And he was right. You know, when you look at this and you see that we, 494 people averaged attendance to Cowboy Junction. And then it grew. And the way it grew is because every number was a person. Every number had a name. And then we found out this. Every name had a story. Everybody. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story about how they got here, where they came from, what's happened to them, why it is they still believe in God, why there's even hope that they want to hear God's message. Every number has a name and every name has a story. And every story needs Jesus. So you tell me now how important is a number. And for our church, that's how we live. We're believing God for a number because we believe that we can be that church that can turn and believe that every number has a name. Every name has a story. Every story needs Jesus. That's why numbers matter here. It's not just... The attendance. Uh, Crossfire, let me show you Crossfire Youth Group. Ready for this? Sadie, am I missing any? Did I jump, jump to the ones I missed. There you go. That's the average attendance per, per service. Pick yours in there. That's, on our 10.30, our 10 o'clock service, the average attendance is 243 people. That's pretty cool. Right now, uh, watching on live stream is our Monday night crowd. Will you guys give our Monday night crowd a big hand? Glad you're here. Now, the reason that we're applauding these guys is because Heather and I have to go to a conference tomorrow, and so this video is going to play for the Monday night crowd. So for the Monday night crowd, your average attendance on a Monday night is 134 smacking good-looking people, okay? So, so there you go. That gives you an idea of what's going on. But what's on my, what else did I forget, Sadie? Just, just put it up there. There you go. Our youth group averages 72 kids every Wednesday. Isn't that awesome? Let me tell you if that's successful or not. Uh, a, a healthy youth group is 10% of the adult attendance. Isn't that pretty cool? And so that's right there in that healthy margin, okay? 13 leaders, amazing leaders. Uh, and then you got Camp Crossfire every year. We have our Camp Crossfire, which catapults us out of the summer into a successful September for our youth. This year, 2016, we had 115 campers and 58 counselors. And I turned to the crew and said, no more. We are going to split this up. And we, this year, are going to two camps. The first one will be our upperclassmen, senior high kids. And then the one right after it is going to be our junior high kids, so we're hoping next year that number is doubled for the amount of campers that we had at Camp Crossfire. Isn't that cool? I'm excited about that. Okay. Uh, Echo groups. Right now, our discipleship program, our meet people relationship program is our Echo groups. And there are 12 Echo groups and presently 192 people attending our Echo groups. That is pretty amazing. So let me show you guys how things fared out for big days, okay? Here was our attendance for big days. Easter, we had 1,022 people attend on an Easter service, okay? Now, this is without youth. So on one weekend, 
1022, but who'd have thunk it? Put a pumpkin out and people show up. <laughs> pumpkin Palooza Day, 1,163 people. Sorry, suckers wouldn't come on Easter, but they'd come for a pumpkin, huh? That's pretty incredible. We'll keep putting pumpkins out too. And we want to keep doing big days around here. But that kind of shows you what we're capable of to reach people. And, and that's a pretty amazing uh, uh, number right there. College weekend, when we invited all the college kids to come, 734 people. Christmas Eve Eve, uh, when we all went to Titans Auditorium, 650 people. And that was just the first year. I think it's going to get bigger over the years. That, that's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? Let me show you an amazing thing I love, JCA. Junction Christian Academy is a pretty big outreach around here. I love JCA. Your kids may not attend JCA, but you got to know this about JCA. It is one of our key soul-winning tools that we do around here. And you would think, whoa, 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 it's a Christian school. Aren't there Christian people bringing their Christian kids to a Christian school? Actually, it's the opposite. We're finding that people who need Jesus are being tugged by the Lord to get their kids here. And JCA is an amazing strategic outreach tool that we have seen God use in people's life. Can you give me an idea? In 2009, we kicked it off with 10 kids. 10 kids. And today, JCA has 129 screaming kids right by my office and I can't get anything done <laughs> ministry. Okay? The staff, we started off with four staff, and today there's 24 staff members. And this year, they were able to raise, all alone by themselves, $93,000. Isn't that cool? So cool. Yeah. Let me, let me show you some social media stuff. For all the older people in the room, just relax. We're going to be three minutes. For everybody else, you're going to love this, okay? But we're finding that social media is a big deal for this generation, Okay? That's why we have young people on staff. They keep me informed on this stuff. Uh, our Vimeo video plays for 2016, 5,758 people watched our messages. But here's the big one. Watch this. On our podcasts, which is our Cowboy Junction podcast on iTunes, you have to download and listen to the whole message for it to count as a credit. And there was 30,207 downloads and listen-tos of Cowboy Junction messages. Isn't that something? We're going to start charging. <laughs> we're going to start charging. No, we're, we, we, they're free, and people download them, and they listen to them. That's pretty awesome. Video podcast downloads. This is the video. Uh, don't do this going down the road, by the way. Okay? For video podcasts, 1,465. Okay, here's some more. Uh, they, they, uh, website, yeah, y'all don't know this. Check this out. 198 people visit our website every day. That's crazy. Yeah. I haven't been, I, I need to get on there more, I guess. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, I know it's amazing. App downloads. The Cowboy Junction app was downloaded 952 times by nobody in this room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's some more fun stuff. Uh, likes. Okay, this is, this is just random for me, but make this the loudest page ever, okay? Get ready. Just go nuts on this page. Did you know? Did you know? Yeah, likes. On Facebook, there was 3,454 likes on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Followers on Twitter. Anybody have a Twitter account? Raise your hand. One. That's awesome. There was 450. 
55 Twitter accounts on, on uh, likes, okay? And then, and then your Instagram. Aren't y'all proud of me? I even recognize that symbol right there. There was 1,062 followers on Instagram for Cowboy Junction. Is that not awesome? <laughs> uh, was that fun? Isn't it cool to stop and look to see just how good God is? He's got us through a lot of stuff. And 2016 will go down as one of the best years we've ever had at Cowboy Junction Church. I think before we even go on, we need to give the Lord a great big round of applause. Will you guys give me 10 minutes? Will you guys give me 10 minutes? I think there's some things we have to talk about. For 2016, we can highlight and, and we can look at and we can go, that is incredible. Oh my gosh. A few things I think you have to pay attention to is that there's an opportunity for some people to get upset. Like for instance, if you get all about the numbers, remember I talked about the men go, if you feel yourself getting upset about the numbers, just, just push it down. Just say, go away and start celebrating what God's doing in an individual's life and that person becomes a number and numbers become important. The second thing that somebody could get upset about is the fact that you're in a building program where you need money very badly to get into the building God wants you to get into, but you just got through giving away over $200,000. When I was growing up, I got mad at our pastor when I was 13, little bitty guy, because I thought we could put that money to a better place. But then I grew up, and I realized this. When a church says we need to build a building, but on the side, they keep taking their tithe and investing it in people. It shows that the building is a good investment because the church has people as the priority. And if you see tithe going out to invest in people's lives and they're wanting to build a building at the same time, what if they were to take the tithe money and apply it to the building and justify it? I think a lot of churches do that and it's no big deal. But for us, I think it justifies our heart for people. There are people in drug rehabs that need those doors to be open. There are people who need food, and we want to make sure they get it. There's all kinds of things that you see in the tithe, and I want you to make sure you know they're not the same thing. One honors God, and one's still a vision that we have. We're still believing God for the money to, to buy the building we need. For 2017, I think there's some things that you guys need to be aware of, the vision and the mission. Now, the mission of Cowboy Junction is this, and for always will be, love God, love people, no limits. Vision doesn't change. No, excuse me, mission doesn't change. Mission is consistent. Mission is what we do around here. Mission drives the ship. Vision, however, does change. And from time to time, our vision shifts. Last year, our vision was to get some discipleship going around here. That's why we focused, it, focused and concentrated on echo groups so much. We had our drastic year of growth last year, and discipleship is now in, in hand. However, we think there's some opportunities for us to kind of tweak our vision a little bit and go back to outreach. In 2017, we're going to focus how to reach the lost more than we did in 2016. Number one, how we're going to do it, it's time for us to build an arena. 
We've had for a while the idea to build an arena. But the reason why I want to build an arena is, is several parts, but one of them is this. One of them is there are people who would never go to church but would go to a roping. And if we can build relationships with them, it shows that we have a heart to reach the lost. This has always been a vision of Cowboy Junction. But we want to build an, are, an arena not just to have a roping. There's many reasons why, and here's one. It's the Beef Initiative. Because with the arena, we're also building working pens. Our church, more than any other church I've ever met, is geared towards getting beef and getting to people who need protein. Let me give you an idea. In all the feeding programs that we're involved in in Lee County, we notice there's a lot of pasta, there's a lot of tomato sauce, there's a lot of vegetables, there's a lot of fruit, there's a lot of stuff, but there is no meat, okay? Now, there didn't have to be. At some point, you know, you would say, hey, that's pretty good, that'll fill your belly. But in my mind, I'm thinking, where can Cowboy Junction fill a need that nobody else can? So the arena is an outreach, and it's also a double outreach. In that, in this group, in these people, we have dairymen, and we have ranchers. And Cowboy Junction is going to invest in cattle. And then we're going to sell half of them to, to pay for the project, and we're going to process the rest, but in the process... We're going to send them out to everybody's ranch and dairy and ask you to feed them for nine months. And then we're all going to bring them back and we're going to work them and we're going to process them in those little one-pound tubes. We're going to develop the freezing system that we need that can haul them wherever they need to go to make sure that in every bag that goes out of whatever food is available, there is a bag of beef for people. Now, we may not be able to do everything. I can't grow fruit. And I don't like pasta. And we're really good at going to Sam's to get bottled water. Can I hear an amen? We like that bottled water. But you know what we're kind of geared for around here? Doing something I've never seen done before to help people in a way that they've never been helped in before. And we're going to get active in these two things this year, in the arena and the beef initiative. We're going to continue to stay faithful in our discipleship. When you leave today, you can sign up for the echo groups. But we're also going to ask that you stay with us. You may not even rope in this building, but you can believe God that we can reach people through our arena. Okay? Here's the third thing we're going to do. This year we're going to kick off our 2017 capital campaign. But we're not going to do it in the form of pledges. Let me tell you why. One of the things that we really believe in our heart is that you sow, you prepare, or you you. You, uh, you get the ground ready, you prepare, you tend to the crop, and then you harvest. But after the harvest, you've got to let the ground rest. We just came out of a pledging year, and you guys did amazing. But one of the things that I think would hurt this church is if we went right back into another pledging year. We're going to let everybody rest this year. At the end of the year, in December 10th and 11th, we are going to have a endless, or excuse me, a, a limitless offering, just like we did a couple months ago, but no pledging this year. We're going to let everybody rest in their finances and let God do, continue your tithing, but we'll be doing no pledging this year. And then at the end of the year, we're going to come and we're going to believe God for a big offering and whatever he lays on your heart to give in this one-time gift on December 10th and 11th. Now, you need to go mark that on your calendar. That's a big day. For our family, we have two choices. 
kind of see how the year goes and then give accordingly at the end of the year. Or we're just going to start putting back. I talked to Heather, how much would we like to start putting back a month? And we talked about it and we're going to start putting back a week and we're going to do our little change canisters and put our change canisters back. And when that day rolls around, December 10th and 11th, we're going to give the biggest offering the beans can put together. But this year, we're going to take a break from our pledging. But mark on your calendar the Limitless Building Campaign. How does that sound? We love you guys. And we don't want this building to be a burden. Amen? Okay. Number four, we want to believe God for a 1,000 people to start attending a weekly service at Cowboy Junction Church. Yeah. We're at seven-something right now, and we want to believe God for a 1,000 without having to go to five services. <laughs> no one said amen louder than me, you guys. I'm telling you. We think that before we can get in the building, we can believe God for a 1,000 people. Now, I put some numbers together, and I want to show you. Right now, on the 10 o'clock service, 171 adults goes to this service on an average basis. And 71 kids go to kids' church. For us to be at 1,000 people, here's the number I want you guys to write down and start believing God for. Are you ready? We want to see 240 adults go into this service. We have plans for chairs. And 100 kids go to kids' church. If you guys can believe for 240, everybody say 240, and for 100 kids in kids' church, we can see God take us to 1,000. Now, for the Monday night crowd, let me tell you what your numbers look like. Check this out on Monday night. You guys ready for this? 107 adults attend on an average basis on Monday nights. Isn't that cool? 29 kids attend on a, weekly, a weekend basis for our kids' church. And I'm asking you guys to believe for 150 adults and for 40 kids, which is 43 more adults than you presently run and 11 more kids than you presently run. For you guys, it's just 69 more adults and 29 more kids. Now, when you begin to pray about that, here's what you need to know. God's going to do it. God's going to bring the people. And with that, that brings up my fifth and final thing that I want to talk about. A question I want to leave us with. Who are the next 100 people that you invite to Cowboy Junction Church? Who are the next 100 people? That seems like a lot. But here's what I know. We've been praying for people. And there's a lot of times what a church does is they want to believe God for everybody and they end up reaching nobody. Does that make sense? So I'm going to give you five people that I want you to keep your eyes peeled for. People that we're going to be designing our sermons around. People we're going to be designing our kids' church around. People that we're going to be looking at and inviting. First one is young families. Now, for all the older people in the room, you would go, I am now offended. No, you're not. No, let me tell you why this is important. Our dear friend turned to us the other day, and he said, let me tell you about my mom. My mom goes to this huge church full of young people and loud music. Yeah. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Okay, and, and so she turns, and she, the man said, you can't believe my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law goes to a big church with loud music, and she goes to the church because she believes they're reaching the next generation of people. 
that needs to be reached. And she shows up every weekend with her earplugs in her ears and a blanket and Bible over her shoulder. Okay, it's not too cold in here right now. We, we need to get it cooler. But in her church, it's super cold. And she puts her earplugs in when the loud music gets loud, and she wraps herself up in the blanket when they have it too cold. And she doesn't go look for another church because she realizes that the vision of the church matches her vision to reach the next generation of people that need to be reached. And we love old people around here. I don't see one old person right now in this whole room. We are all young at heart in this room. But what you begin to find is that when you reach a young family and their kids, grandma and grandpa are standing in the background going, thank you for reaching them. I want to go to the same church my kids go to. And that's why I want you to start recognizing the young families that we gear everything we do around here to reach and inviting them. Second thing, start looking for the people who are unchurched. Who are the people that just don't go anywhere? And when the moment that you see they don't go anywhere, you ought to instantly know, I need to invite them. Here's the third one. Somebody who's active. Let me show you what active means. You know what's the real cool thing about Cowboy Junction? You can have an active life and still not have to miss church. You can have a baseball game in the morning and still go to Monday night. You can go party on the weekend with your families at the, at the, at the, at the racetrack and, and, and you have a great time and you're throwing kids in the air and everybody's at your trailers drink, drinking Cokes and Dr. Pepper and having such a great time. And then looking and they go, hey, I thought you went to church. And you go, I do go to church. I go to the 11 o'clock church service. You know what I'm saying? Listen, for everybody that doesn't go to church, there's a time they can go to church. For some of you, when you go hunting and you need to sleep in in the morning, there's the 10 o'clock. There's all kinds of options we have. So look for the people who say, I'm just too busy, and you're not. There's always a time they can come to Cowboy Junction. Here's another one. Fourth one. You need to look for the ones who are wounded. Have you ever noticed that Cowboy Junction has just been a great healing place for people who said they'd never go back to church again? Come on. And I think it's good to let people have some time with the Lord. But God wants them plugged in somewhere. Here's the fourth, uh, fifth and final one. Seekers. There may be people in this room who don't even believe in God, but they love the practical side of the things we teach. And I'm going to just tell you, you're in a safe place. But one of the things we have to be aware of is this is that for every practical message we preach, we always point back to the one who first gave it to us, and his name is Jesus. And there are seekers you're going to see all over the place, and you may turn to them and go, listen, you're seeking like the rest of us. Our pastor loves seekers. If you recognize somebody in your world that falls under these four categories, I want to turn back to you and remind you of the one thing we're asking you to do this year. Who are you, who are the next 100 people that you invite to Cowboy Junction Church? Those five areas, I think, are some great targets to invite because we're believing God for 1,000 people. Pretty good day, huh? I just used my 10 minutes.
I think I went 15, actually. <laughs> Will you guys just take a moment and let's pray for our church? Father, we love you. We thank you for who you are. Today, Jesus, I thank you that you have a plan and you have a purpose. Each one of these people has a calling on their life. I'm so thankful, God, that you put us all together. There are those in this room who have been wounded. There are those in this room who are still seeking. There are those in this room who are trying to raise a family. And there's those in this room who are believing for their family. Wherever we're at, it is so good to stop and celebrate you, to celebrate what you've done. And today, Heavenly Father, I pray with everything in me that you would do what you want to do in this place. Holy Spirit, we need you in our lives to make better decisions. And Holy Spirit, we need you. We need you to touch our friends, our neighbors, people that we pass by in the truck, co-workers. You're not done. You're not done in their life. You're not done in our life yet. Lord, we love you. So do what you need to do. Bring an anointing on this place that every time we walk in these doors, we can feel your presence. Every time we walk in these doors, we know that we have just met with you. I pray, pray for our private time with you, that you would speak to us about the people that you're calling us to be. Stretch us, stretch our faith. Don't ever let us stay the same. Jesus, I pray in your awesome name. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Cowboy Junction, it's time for us to love God, love people, and have no limits in our life. I'll see you next week as we kick off a new message series. Love you guys. Don't you ever forgive it. Forget it. Have a great week in the Lord. See you later.